This is an ABC podcast. Hack. Hey, it's Dave Marchese. Welcome to the Summer Hack podcast. And while Hack is off the radio for the next month, we're going to be here bringing you all kinds of great stuff. We've got deep dives. We've got reflections. Some of our biggest interviews some of our wildest stories over the past year. And we're also still on Instagram as well for breaking news and other updates. You can catch us there. Today, we're checking out politics because 2022, we got a new government. We got a new prime minister, Anthony Albanese. He's been in the job for almost seven months now. He came to power promising big changes, a better Australia, saying no one would be left behind. So how's he going? And what's the next year looking like for the Labor government? Hacks political reporter Shalala Madora is with us now. G'day, Shalala. Hello. You must be finally getting a bit of a chance to have a breather now. I imagine it's been very intense and now over this period, does Parliament and everything die down a bit? Yeah, it does. So Parliament doesn't sit again till February. It's got a really long break. I guess similar to sort of like the school holiday time frame in terms of when they go back and when they come back. But it doesn't mean politics stops. It just means they don't meet in Parliament House anymore. So over summer, usually politicians will take a little bit of a break. You might remember that a former Prime Minister went on holidays to Hawaii around this time, so it does happen. Um, But also they do a lot of electorate work. So um, Tony Abbott, for example, was a really active member of the volunteer firefighters in New South Wales. He would take summer and do a lot of that kind of work over that period. A lot of other um, MPs often work in their own electorates, do meet, meet, meet and greets, you know, often over that time. But also summer unfortunately, occasionally has quite a few bushfires, natural disasters. Mm. So there is a fair bit of work in terms of getting emergency services out to people and things like that. So it doesn't stop. It just stops in Canberra. Okay. I guess, you know, summer we never know. It's a mixed bag what we're going to get. But people might be seeing their local MPs around the communities more often during this period. you know, all of that kind of thing. It's all happening. Anthony Albanese, his first few months in power, what do we think? Like, is he ticking off all of those things he was promi- promising us in the election campaign? Because there were a few big ticket items that Labor was saying, yeah, we're going to do this immediately. What's happening? Yeah, he has. He's actually been quite methodical with what he's gone through and sort of d- ticked off a lot of the stuff that they promised they would do during the election. One of the biggest things and the first things that the Labor government did when it came into office was legislate for a 43% emissions target. So if you remember, the previous government had a, a much lower emissions target, 26 to 28%. Yeah. And Labor promised, no, we're going to up that to 43%. That was the first thing they did when they became a new government. So that's ticked off the list. They promised they'd do it. They've done it. Um, the other things that they've they've mentioned that they were really passionate about um, in our interview with Al- Anthony Albanese before he became Prime Minister, I think a few days before he be- became Prime Minister, he promised to create an office of youth, which they did legislate for or they did set aside money for in the budget. So okay. that's definitely going to happen. They promised they'd set up a National Anti-Corruption Commission or Federal ICAC, as sometimes it's called. Yeah. That happened in October. That was set up or November. And they also promised that they'd make changes to industrial relations. And that's something they've also managed to achieve. So they have actually gone through and slowly ticked off what they said they would do. Is it a bit of a surprise or is it unusual for a new government to be able to get so much through early on? Or is that generally what new governments do while there's kind of a lot of memory of the election promises, they try to get in there? Exactly. Usually they come in with like a, a big agenda 
of reform because they're like, yes, this is our chance, we're going to do it. Um, I mean, it's a very long time ago, but during the Whitlam government, for example, the Whitlam government had a massive list of reform and it went bang, 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 wow. really quickly through it. And it actually contributed to their downfall because the, the change was so sudden and so severe. I don't think we're going to have that problem here, <laughs> let's face it. It's not like <laughs> groundbreaking some of the stuff they're doing. They're obviously all things that they've promised, but they're not massive changes that require um, I guess, require the people to come along with them. They're things that they've promised and they've laid the groundwork for. Okay. So, so yeah, it's not that unusual. Right. So are there other big challenges for the PM and the Labor government going forward? What might they be a little bit concerned about or focusing on? Yeah, so a few things. Um, just before Parliament rose, well, actually, they came back specifically to deal with energy prices. That's going to be a big thorn in their side going forward. We're going to hear a lot about it over the next year because even with these sort of interventions that Labor's made, we're still going to see sometimes up to $700, I think was the estimate that we saw wow. in the last few days, up to $700 an increase um, annually in our energy bills on top of what we're already seeing. So it's a lot of money and a lot of people are really struggling. There's going to be a lot of calls for um, energy prices to sort of be addressed and looked at. That's one thing we can definitely anticipate through 2023. Um, another thing that we're really going to be focusing on a lot next year is the voice to parliament. So something that um, is really high on Labor's agenda is sort of legislating or setting the groundwork for a referendum but when Labor promised it would do this, it didn't have an opposition to it as such. Now they do. Now we've got the Nats coming out saying, not for us, we're not going to support it. So it makes it harder to bring the public on board when you don't have a unified, um, you know, national kind of look at this. So that's something that's going to be really tough for Labor. It's going to have to bring everyone on board before a referendum. We've also seen potentially more industrial relations reform going forward. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Labor deals with that because it's not something that everyone's on board with. Often they'll face opposition from small businesses, big businesses, lobby groups, that kind of thing. So let's see how that goes. There's also a little bit of cultural war stuff around Australia Day and the changing of potentially citizenship ceremonies. Yeah, I've seen a bit about this. So what's what's happened at this stage? So what we know at the moment, the last government basically stopped local councils from having citizenship ceremonies on any day except Australia Day. They said, if you have a citizenship ceremony on a day that's not Australia Day, we're not going to be able to hold that for you. So it basically forced local councils to have those citizenship ceremonies on that day. Now what Labor's done is loosen that up a bit. Okay. So it's not saying you can have it on any day, but it said you can have it on the days around Australia Day. So it's loosened it up. It's given local councils a little bit more flexibility. Okay, interesting. Look, it sounds like there are a few big issues that we're going to be hearing a lot about, particularly the voice to parliament. Does it feel like the government, I mean, there's been talk around it, but they're waiting until next year to really kick off this kind of information campaign and all the rest of it. Is that what we're expecting? Yeah, I think so. I think there's still a lot of consultation going on and then there's a real sense of being careful with this because mm. the worst outcome would be going to a referendum and then having it fail. That would push back any kind of progress in this space by a really long way. So I think the concern is 
let's do it. Maybe it's slower than they would like, but let's do it and let's do it properly, I think, is that sentiment from the government. All right. Well, there's so many issues that we're going to be keeping an eye across and it's going to be a huge year next year. And we're very lucky to have Shalala Madora with us to always explain it. Shalala, thanks so much for the update. Thanks, Dave. Summer hack.